0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Gigueroa. I'm in Dong. 105 days
1: until the 2021-2022 college basketball season tips off.
0: Yeah, and today a very special episode as we have our NBA mock draft. Uh, year number two, actually. Uh, I remember last year we did this. It wasn't the greatest. Uh, we had a little, we had a lot of similarities, but this time around we have a lot of differences. So it should be a very good episode with a lot of debates, I think. And uh, after the NBA draft is completed on Thursday, uh, I believe it's at 8 p.m., if I'm not mistaken, maybe 7. I'm not too sure. Uh, I'll look into it in a minute. But, uh, yeah, once this mock draft is over, it is officially time to get grinding as we're going to have all the conference previews coming out in 100 or so days. So uh, we definitely got to ramp things up. So we'll be coming after this Thursday. So get excited.
1: Yeah, year two of this. I remember year one, we did it in person. Unfortunately, we cannot do it in person Uh, since you are still in in school but yeah this we will have to do for now
0: definitely and the draft I'm looking at the date time right now um it is at oh hold on 8 30 no no that's a lottery I don't know when the draft is well we'll look it up and we'll get to you (laughs) but uh obviously as most of you probably know by now we only do the first round of these mock drafts so uh obviously this is year number two we got a lot of differences in here, so we're going to go from number one all the way down to number 30, and uh, we're going to also include the teams who the pick was originally from because we also had a trade yesterday that we can talk about a little bit, I guess, but obviously this is a college uh, po- basketball podcast, so we won't get into the NBA logistics too, too much, so uh, yeah, I think without further ado, let's just get started with that number one overall pick.
1: Yeah, and before we get started, we're currently doing this on Tuesday, July 27th That 340 so any trades or anything after that we won't count it since we're we're doing it whatever the order is right now including that memphis new orleans trade in which they flip first round picks but that's the only trade we're including since yeah we're not we're not
0: going to do this tomorrow when if a trade pops up right now (laughs) yes and then the draft officially 8 p.m on thursday abc if you want to tune in so uh, i'm definitely gonna be tuning in you probably will be as well I'm very excited for that. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's just get started with that first overall pick from the Detroit Pistons. Yeah,
1: I feel like this is an easy pick. I don't know what you have, but I have Cade Cunningham here. Yeah, easily the best player in this draft. He's going to be a star in Detroit, I I assume.
0: (laughs) Yes, uh, there has been some rumors going around that OKC is trying to get the number one pick. Uh I've seen a couple of trades uh topics here and there. So we'll figure it out if he actually does go to OKC or stays at Detroit, depending on if OKC and Detroit agree on a trade. But yeah, K Cunningham definitely the uh consensus number one overall pick, no questions asked, a fantastic first year one and done player at Oklahoma State. Uh he definitely deserves that on one spot and he's a fantastic player. Generational-ish talent, I definitely say he's gonna be a star one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: in my opinion, the consensus number two player going to Houston is Jalen Green. There's there's nothing really I have to say much. I don't know if you have him as well.
0: Yeah, top three picks are kind of easy at this point. Uh, definitely Green is the consensus number two pick as well, going to Houston with that number two pick. And, uh, yeah, fantastic player. Obviously, disappointing to see him go to the G League this past year. But he definitely tore it up there with G League, uh, G, G League Unite. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a fantastic player, definitely proved himself to be worthy of a top three pick. So that's why we also – oh, I always left him going at number two.
1: Mm-hmm. And at number three to the Cavs, I have Evan Mobley out of USC here, clearly the best center in this draft. The Cavs, they basically need a center now that Andre Drummond is is a free agent. Um, and, yeah, I think I think he's going to be a great player and one of the best centers in this decade, I'd say.
0: Yeah, Mobley definitely increased his stock a ton this freshman year at USC. Definitely did a lot of very good things there. And obviously, you remember, he was one of the guys that pretty much carried USC to, as far as they went. Uh, they, I believe they, they went to the Elite Eight, didn't they?
1: I forget. I totally forget.
0: I'm trying to think. They either went to the Elite Eight or – they went very far as the seventh seed. Just remember that. And Mobley definitely one of the key pieces for that USC run. So uh, Yeah, he's definitely the number three pick right here to Cleveland. And Jared Allen probably going to leave Cleveland as well, it team So, uh, yeah, Mobley, he might be able to start his first year at Cleveland, and that's just going to be a huge plus because he's definitely a very dominant player and also has a little bit of perimeter game as well. But, so, yeah, I really do like Mobley here at number three as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And you were right. They did go to the Elite Eight where they lost to Gonzaga, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah, and number four going to Toronto, Jalen Suggs so- out of Gonzaga here. I don't know why, but th- in my opinion – Jalen Suggs is the best player in this draft. I think I've said it a couple months ago. I said Jalen Suggs is a lot better than, than Kate Cunningham. I still believe in that uh, statement. And, yeah, I don't know if Toronto's – they're kind of rebuilding and They're kind of not. They have, they have Pascal Siakam. They have OG Ananobi. So, they do have a lot of good pieces. But I don't even know if they're rebuilding or not. They're kind of indecisive about that decision. But what I do know is Jalen Suggs, whether they're rebuilding or not, he, he's going to make an impact right away.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that as well. I think it's really between Suggs and Scotty Barnes here. I think Scotty Barnes might have received a little bit of more hype these past couple of weeks. Obviously the six, seven point guard from Florida State. So I do have Toronto taking Scotty Barnes here in number four. I I could see it either being Barnes or Suggs, maybe even Kaminga, but probably not. Probably one of those two guards. But uh, yeah, Scotty Barnes definitely um, generational uh, movement, obviously with the point guards being very tall. Scotty Barnes just happens to be one of those guys going to get Cunningham. So, uh, yeah, Scotty Barnes, he didn't have the greatest of the years at Florida State his freshman year. Obviously, six-man ACC, uh, ACC six-man of the year, I should say. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't have that much experience under college, but uh, he's definitely a five-star for a reason, and that's why he's going to be a top-five pick. So, I got Barnes going to Toronto at number four. I can see it being either him or Suggs next. have mm-hmm. next. I
1: have Scotty Barnes one spot below you going out or the, the Orlando Magic. The Magic, they're kind of rebuilding as what well. they are rebuilding, I should say. Scotty Barnes is perfect for them, especially with they 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 have a very young core and a lot of rising stars, a lot of big names there as well. Scotty Barnes, you can put him anywhere from the point guard to the center. So he's he's a good player. He just needs a little bit more offense.
0: Yeah, I agree with that as well. And Orlando, they need anything at this point, they're definitely rebuilding. They I got a very nice little core, though, Cole Anthony, obviously, RJ Hampton, a couple other young guys from last year's draft, and uh, adding either Barnes or Suggs, depending on who they go with. It's going to be a huge addition. For me, I got them getting Suggs. Like you said, a very good player. Probably one of the best players in this draft. I don't think he's the best player in this draft, like you think, but uh, I still think he's up there. Definitely a top-five player in this draft. Definitely had a very good season at Gonzaga this past year. Some crazy shots, obviously. The most notable one, the UCLA shot uh, off the glass from half court essentially. And, uh, yeah, you, you can go on and on about what he did this uh, season. But he's definitely a very good player, very athletic guard. And I uh, definitely think Orlando is going to uh, cash out maybe if they get down to him. But uh, he's a fantastic player. Excited to see where he ends up going. hmm And I believe this is where it starts to get very different
1: at number six to the Thunder. I have James Booknight out of UConn here. Uh, his stock just, just skyrocketed. Uh, great combine from him. I think I think OKC would take him. I think he's the he's the sixth best player in this draft
0: class. Yeah, um, I have Kuminga one spot lower. I'm making an on the fly change. Uh, I put him a little bit too low as I realized, but uh, I'm still keeping my number six as James Bynum here going to OKC. Uh, obviously a guard from UConn, a very good season last year for him, and uh, OKC needs everything at this point. I don't really know what they're trying to do, but uh, I know that they're going to probably go with Kuminga. But I think they might take a stab at Knight. Obviously, a very good player in his own right. He he's dealing with a little bit of injury last year, UConn. But he was a fantastic player when he was healthy and playing. So I think they might take a chance on Knight here. Cumming is probably the consensus number six. But I do think Knight uh, definitely has a good chance to go in here. So I'm just gonna take a hunch and I'm gonna say James Unite goes to OKC at number six. Mm-hmm. And at number seven, this is the the Warriors' pick. There's a lot of rumors they
1: will draft it. I mean, they will trade it, but. We're going to go with them drafting it. I have them drafting Davion Mitchell out of Baylor here. This guy, he played his way into the lottery with that March Madness run Baylor had. And, yeah, he's an elite defender. He's a great three-point shooter. I think uh, with the Warriors trying to win now, I think he could help them out
0: a lot. Yeah, my number seven, I'm going with uh, Jonathan Kuminga right here. Uh, I just realized I was looking at your slide by accident, but uh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. I do think is a fantastic player. Like I said, probably going to go to OKC number six, but he might slide down to number seven. Uh, Yeah, this is from BIA Minnesota. This is Golden State's pick. But, uh, yeah, uh is a fantastic player. Uh, didn't see too much of him, obviously, because he was with G League at night as well with Jalen Green. But uh, I, th- I think he's a very good player. And uh, I was disappointed to see him not come to college, but he's a very good player in his own right. He reclassed, so we were going to see him play in college this year if he didn't reclass. but uh, obviously he did decide to reclass. But regardless, a fantastic player. Um, he's definitely a top six, seven pick. So I'm excited to see where he ends up going. So I got him here going seven uh, to Golden State. Mm-hmm. At number eight, uh, this is the,
1: what, Orlando's pick
0: once again? I think, yeah,
1: Orlando's pick once again. I have them taking Jonathan Kaminga here. Another big name. Another great high ceiling for Orlando, obviously rebuilding.
0: Yeah, Orlando, this is via Chicago's pick. But uh, regardless, I'm going to take uh, Franz Wagner here from Michigan uh, at number eight. Uh, I think Wagner's a very good player. Obviously, his brother Mo was up there as well in the lottery. Uh, This was way back. I don't even remember how long ago that was. But, uh, yeah, I think the brotherly tradition will continue. I think Franz is a very good player in his own right. Did a lot of very good things at Michigan, especially when Isaiah Livers was hurt uh, towards the bottom second half of the year, I should say. But, uh, yeah, Wagner, a very good player. Definitely a good decision for him to decide to forego his eligibility. And, uh, yeah, he's a fantastic player. Definitely see him being a lottery pick 100%. So I got him here at number eight.
1: Mm-hmm. At number nine, this is Sacramento Kings pick. I do have him taking Franz Wagner out of Michigan. They've Every mock draft has him taken to Sacramento. All Twitter's like, oh, yeah, Franz Wagner Sacramento. He's worked out for Sacramento numerous times. And, yeah, I just feel like Sacramento's somewhat obsessed with him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I could see him going to Sacramento as well. But uh, I think Orlando might take a chance on him at number eight. So, for number nine, I'm going with the first international player in this draft, Alferen Sangun from Turkey, a big man from Turkey. I really do like his game. Looking at some of his highlights, uh, I think he's a beast. And I really do like his game. So, I'm happy to see him be a top ten pick in this draft. Uh, so, yeah, Sacramento, I think we'll take a chance on a big man like him. He's probably the second best big man in this draft, I should say, behind, obviously, Evan Mobley. But, uh, yeah, I think he's definitely going to be a lottery pick if he goes to Sacramento or a couple spots down. Definitely going to be in the top 12, I should say. So I'm very excited to see where he ends up going. I'm putting him here at number nine, going to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. At number 10, this is now Memphis pick. And before we get to it, what do you think of that trade? Very interesting. Uh, if you do not know, the trade was – uh, or New Orleans traded the 10th pick, Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and the 51st pick, I believe, to Memphis for a 17th pick, Joey's Valanciunas, and a future first or a, late, a later round pick. Uh, I really don't understand what the deal was for New Orleans aside, but for Memphis, I think this is a very good trade. Uh, I know that they are not, they're not—they're buying out Eric Bledsoe, so he will be going to free agency. But regardless, they're getting a lot of good pieces here, Stephen Adams, and a top 10 pick. I definitely think this definitely is a good trade for Memphis' side. New Orleans, I don't really understand the trade. But, uh, yeah, I like this trade for Memphis.
1: Yeah, I really like this trade for Memphis, too. In New Orleans, I think it was more of a salary dump for them. But Jonas Valanciunas has a pretty expensive contract as well. So, yeah, I don't know either. But at number 10, I do have them have the Grizzlies taking Moses Moody out of Arkansas here. His, his stock has been level. A lottery pick and yeah, th- great 3 and D potential and Memphis their core is going to be insane whoever they draft at number 10
0: Definitely, they've worked out three guys Most Moody is definitely one of those guys I'm going with the guy that did not work out and it's going to be a hunch, Josh Giddy, the second international player from Australia going here number 10, I really do like his game, a very good two way player he's a very tall point guard, another ongoing theme. but uh, I think Memphis definitely needs a two guard slash Small forward, and I think Getty could definitely fill that role very nicely. Uh, obviously, they got John Morant running the point. They got Jaron Jackson Jr. and uh, they just got Stephen Adams. So they need a wing slash guard. I'm going Josh Getty here. I really do like his game as well, from what I've seen. So yeah, I got Memphis taking Giddy at number ten.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, at number eleven,
1: the Charlotte Hornets. I have them taking Alfred Sangun here. This guy at 18 years old tore up the Turkish league. He's he dropped 20 and 10. And he's 18 years old, so that's that's pretty good. Charlotte Hornets, their starting center, I believe, is Cody Zeller. Compare him to all the other starting centers in the league, I'd say he's he's below average. Would you say that as well? Yeah, I would. Yeah, and he's on an expiring contract, so Charlotte does need a big man.
0: Yeah, I mean, they did draft Vernon Carey Jr. last year. He's definitely developed a lot this past season, but they could definitely take a chance on another big man like Seguin right here. For number 11 from Charlotte, I'm taking Corey Kispert right here from Gonzaga, obviously the sharp shooter, uh, one of the best three-point shooters in this draft. I think Charlotte needs a lot of things, a big man, and also some shooters alongside Lomelo Ball to facilitate. And uh, obviously they got Miles Bridges, who's not really known for shooting. And uh, other than that, I don't really know. They have Gordon Hayward, who didn't play much last year. Terry Rozier is another good point guard. But I I think they need another wing guy that can shoot the ball very well. I'm going Corey Kispert here at number 11. I'm, I'm, I don't really know what Charlotte really needs, but uh, I, I think Corey Kisper one of the better guys on the board. I got them taking him. They could also take a couple other guys, so I got them coming up soon.
1: hmm At number 12, this pick belongs to the San Antonio Spurs. They're kind of rebuilding. Coach Pop. speaking of Coach Pop, what do you think
0: about Team USA in the Olympics? They need Coach K back. Uh, not doing too hot right now. Just lost their last game to France and Evan Fournier who came out of nowhere. And When he played for the Celtics, he's not doing too hot. But uh, I guess for France, he's a much better player. But, uh, yeah, Coach Pop, I don't know what's going on. You might need Coach K back, but I know uh, he's on his own thing with his last dance. So uh, I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, at number 12, I have them taking Keon Johnson out of Tennessee here. I believe that kind of just rebuilding and developing, get players at this point. They drafted Devin Vessel last year. He's still in his development. Keldon Johnson still in his development. Everybody's basically in their development at this point. DeMar DeRozan is going to leave. Uh, DeJounte Murray, I think he's going to leave. I think he's going to request a trade as well. So, I have no clue what's going on in San Antonio right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't either. But they're going to take one of the better guys on the board. For me, I got Mo- Moody still on my board. So, I got San Antonio taking him at number 12. Uh, Moody, a very good player. Did a lot of good things for Arkansas his first year this past season. Led them as far as he could, uh, which was very far. To the league eight, it was. Um, But yeah, I mean, Moses Moody did all he could. A very good five-star coming in. Uh, He did the best he could, like I said, and he definitely lottery pick 100%. So I got him going here at number 12. A little bit lower than when you had him, but uh, still going to be a lottery pick for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. At number 13, this pick belongs to the Indiana Pacers. I have them taking the best available player at this point, and that is Josh Giddey out of Australia. Indiana I don't know if they're rebuilding or they're they're trying to win but they they have a great team and then they're trying to like get rid of some guys but I don't even know what's going on there I think I just believe they're going to take the best available player to this point
0: yeah same same situation what I am in and the best available player on my board is Dave Young Mitchell I know he dropped a couple spots for me I don't know if he will I, he's definitely gonna be a lottery pick I don't know if he'll be a top 10 pick in my personal opinion Size is the big issue for him, I think. He's not the tallest of the point guards. Still a fantastic point guard, do not get me wrong. But uh, that might be a, a lurking uh, lack, I guess, for some of these top teams that might take a chance on him, might not. But I got Indiana taking the best guy on the board. For me, that's Davion Mitchell. He's a fantastic player. Obviously, one of the X factors why Baylor won the national championship this past year. So definitely, someone's going to take a chance on him in the lottery. I got that being the Pacers at number 13.
1: Mm-hmm. And I believe this is where. The draft really separates. I feel like top 13, the 15 picks are all all great picks. And then after this, it's all a mystery, I would say. Would you agree?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so a very big mystery if you do ask me as well.
1: Yeah, so at number 14, this is the Warriors pick once again. I have them taking Trey Murphy of Virginia. This is a bit of a stretch, but I believe they will be taking Trey Murphy. Obviously, they're in win-now mode. Trey Murphy is probably the most NBA-ready guy with a role. If he were to step up and play for the Warriors right now, he, he'd fit with them perfectly.
0: Yeah, I got a good ready now guy from the NBA as well. Number 14, I got Chris Duarte going here from Oregon. He got invited to the green room, so uh, I think that some teams might definitely take a chance on him in the lottery. But I got that being the Warriors here, number 14. Uh, they need, obviously, some backup play. They don't really have too, too much going on. I think Duarte can definitely fit behind Curry or Thompson in the backcourt. Very nicely. And I think he can definitely complicate with both of them at, at the same time as well. I mean, if they want to do that, but I don't know if they end up. will we'll be doing that this year if they take him. We'll see what happens. Duarte, obviously, a very good year last year at Oregon. Got to the Sweet 16. Obviously, lost to USC in that game. Uh, yeah, Duarte did all he could this year. A very good player with, obviously, a couple of guys going and leaving in that Oregon location last year.
1: Mm-hmm. At number 15, this pick belongs to the Washington Wizards, And I know I've said numerous teams, I don't know what the heck they're doing. But Washington, this is actually a complete mystery because Bradley Beal, there's been a lot of rumors about him. There's been a lot of rumors about Russell Westbrook. So this team, I, I truly don't know what they're doing. I have them taking Uzman Garuba out of Spain here. I think he's one of the best defenders in this draft. He could be a steal if he, if he develops right.
0: Yeah, definitely could be a steal. I looked at a little bit of his game as well, and you definitely, you definitely told me a lot about him, so I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, looking at what he, what I saw, he's a very good defensive player. A team might take a chance on the lottery. I got him a little bit lower, so I'll talk about him later in this draft. But uh, for 15, Washington, I got them taking Keon Johnson here. Kind of the best man left mentality. Keon Johnson obviously dropped a little bit for me, but his stock definitely rose a ton during this combine. Uh, obviously, he's vertical, probably the most notable thing we saw from him. But uh, yeah, it's very impressive. Keon Johnson, that's a very young player as well. He's got a lot of upside left. I got Washington taking the guard, uh, considering if the and Westbrook might leave or not. But regardless, Denny Avija is coming back. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Obviously, I really liked his game before we obviously towards ACL. Uh, so that was a little bit sad. But yeah, hopefully they can get a little core coming because they got uh, a couple other guys, young guys, there as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And that number 16 is. Belonged to the Thunder uh, via Celtics at 16. I have Jalen Johnson of Duke here. He quit on Duke, obviously, to rehab on his on his foot injury. But yeah, he's a solid player. Definitely can go in the lottery. But I have them here at 16. And he said he thinks he can be a Magic Johnson, Ben Simmons
0: type player. I don't know about that, but let's see what he does. I mean, he could probably shoot better than Ben Simmons. But other than that, I don't know what he's talking about. I got him two spots lower. I'll talk about him in a minute. But for OKC here, number 16, I got them taking a fan favorite of mine, Kai Jones from Texas. Obviously, Kai Jones, his stock definitely rose a ton. A very young guy, a lot of potential left. I thought he going to come back to Texas one more year, but he decided to do else things. But still, he has a lot of upside left in his game as well. Uh, I think a team might take a chance on him in the late teens slash early 20s. So I know you have him in the early 20s. But uh, for OKC, I think they need a big man. Obviously, lost Moses Brown, who was there, young and upcoming big men. But uh, I think Kyle Jones could definitely fit that very nicely. Probably a top five big man, I should say, in this class, uh, for NBA at least. So I got him going here number 16 to OKC. And for Boston, they have no first-round picks. So it's going to be a little bit sad not to see the hometown team Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely agree with you. Hopefully, they do trade into the first round. But yeah, that, that's that's to be said at a later date. At 17, this is finally New Orleans pick. Part of that Memphis uh, trade, I have them taking Corey Kispert of Gonzaga here. When when you have Zion Williamson on your team, you gotta surround the team with with shooters, and New Orleans did not do that last year. That's why Corey Kispert is a perfect pick for them.
0: Yes, and I have another very good shooter, Cam Thomas here, going to New Orleans. Uh, obviously, a phenomenal freshman year at LSU. He had. A very good shooter in his own right as well. So, yes, definitely need a shooter from New Orleans here, number 17. If they don't, I do not know what they're doing, and Zion is probably going to leave. So we'll see what happens.
1: Mm -hmm. And at number 18, this pick belongs to the OKC Thunder once again, this time via Miami. I'm taking Zaire Williams out of Stanford. Great high school player, obviously. Lots of hype going into Stanford. And at Stanford, very underwhelming year, obviously, hit with COVID-19. And, a lot of stuff, too, uh, happening to him. But, yeah, he still has so much potential. And OKC okay, at this point, they could, they could take anybody and try and develop them.
0: Definitely. And for them, I got them taking Jalen Johnson here from Duke. Obviously, we talked about a little bit of him earlier. He quit on his team. I don't think he's going to be a lottery pick now. Just knowing that he quit on his team, a lot of scouts definitely probably saw that. But I still think he's definitely going to be a first-round pick, a very talented player. And he did a lot of good things at Duke before, uh, before he left. But uh, after, I don't really know what happened. But uh, seeing his combine, uh, I thought it was a pro day. It was his pro day. I thought he had a pretty good pro day from what I saw from all the highlights and stuff. Uh, But, yeah, I don't really know where he's going to end up going. Kind of the biggest mystery, I'd say, in this draft, all and all. But uh, I got him going here at 18 to OKC, a VAA Miami's pick.
1: Mm -hmm. At number 19, this is where I have Chris Duarte here out of Oregon. Honestly, I feel like I should have him higher. But in my draft, I have him going at 19. Obviously, New York, I think they're in win now mode. Um, Yeah, Duarte is pretty old. He's 24 years old, and he's a combo guard as well, which the Knicks need.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I got them taking Trey Murphy here, the Knicks do at number 19. Kind of a situation of best man on the board. I think Murphy's a very good player. I'd say he probably had an underwhelming season at Virginia. He didn't really play too much, to be honest, last year uh, under coach Jay Wright. But obviously, um, I mean, he did – uh no tony bennett i said jay Wright. my bad tony bennett uh at virginia but uh regardless trey murphy i think he's a very young and upcoming guy definitely has a lot of potential left a very good three and D guy i should say so i think new york definitely needs another one of those guys on the wing i know they have reggie bullock who's probably their best three-point shooter i should say but uh yeah they could definitely take another guy like that to be young and upcoming uh along with rj barrett and a couple other young guys uh at the knicks so i got them taking trey murphy here at number 19.
1: Mm-hmm. At number 20, this pick belongs to Atlanta Hawks. I have them taking Cam Thomas here out of LSU. Obviously, Atlanta loves pure scores. That's why they traded for Lou Williams. Lou Williams is now a free agent, and Cam Thomas is the perfect comparison to him.
0: Yeah, it's a very good comparison indeed. Uh, I got them going a little bit on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I think that's probably their biggest weakness, I should say. I'm going with Usman Garuba right here at number 20 toward at Atlanta. I know they got DeAndre Hunter. This kid's kind of like a DeAndre Hunter in a sense. Uh, guard version, though, of him. So they definitely need a good defending guard alongside Trey Young. So I think Garuba could be that guy in the future. And if DeAndre Hunter is healthy, that could be a very good defensive and scoring lineup in there as well. So I'm excited to see what Atlanta does. I think they're a very good team. Still up and coming, though. But they got a lot of potential after seen by this past postseason.
1: Mm-hmm. And at 21, this pick belongs to the Knicks via Dallas. I have them taking Kai Jones here. They could be taking Isaiah Jackson, too. I was flip-flopping between – uh, one or the other, but I had them taking Kai Jones here because uh, he's a bit more polished on offense.
0: Yes, I already had Kai Jones selected. So, like you said, I'm taking Isaiah Jackson here at number 21. Probably the top five big men in this class. He had a very good freshman season, I can say, Kentucky. I know the team didn't have the greatest of the years, but Isaiah Jackson definitely one of the bright spots in the uh, down season for Kentucky. Uh, he had a lot of very good moments. Uh, I think he's definitely going to be a very good player, definitely a leap first-round pick in this case, but uh, definitely a very good big man. So I like his game, and he definitely learned a lot from Tosh Gibson there. Who's, I think he's still there at least, but, uh, yeah, definitely a lot of good veteran leadership there for Jackson to develop.
1: Mm-hmm. And at 22, the L.A. Lakers, I have them taking Jared Butler here. I feel like this is, like, perfect, perfect fit for him, and I'm glad he's he's healthy and ready to play.
0: Yes, I have Jared Butler going here as well, 22. Obviously, Dennis Schroeder is probably going to be leaving, so I'll leave the open point guard spot. Jared Butler can maybe even start for this Lakers team if they did not get anyone this offseason. So I'm very excited to see what he can do. He's a he's an experienced guy as well in his own right, obviously a national champion as well. So he could definitely fit in very nicely and learn from guys like LeBron and AD. So I do like this pick a lot from the Lakers. Uh, it's probably... It's probably said and done. I think, I think it's going to be a lock to go year 22. So I'm definitely excited to see where he ends up going.
1: Yeah, I I do agree with you as well. I think this is a lock, Jared Butler, until Lakers confirm. But 23 24 both belong to the Rockets. At 23, I have them taking Isaiah Jackson here. Obviously, like I said, Houston is – they're playing for the long run, and Isaiah Jackson needs time to develop.
0: Yeah, uh twenty-three I got them taking Zaire Williams here. Obviously Houston, this is VIA Portland's pick. But uh yeah, Zaire Williams, like you said, underwhelming freshman year, a lot of stuff going on in his own right. But he's a very good three and D guy, so I definitely think Houston needs one of those guys as well. I got them taking Zaire Williams and the next pick, I think it should be a good one as well.
1: Yeah, twenty-four. I have kind of a, a wild card here. I have Kessler Edwards, a Pepperdine here, obviously a very unexpected uh pick especially, but, you know, I'm the Ben Major guy. I had, I had to throw this, this in, and, yeah, I think, I think he's going to sneak into the first round. Houston, uh, I feel like is a perfect fit, obviously. I think he's the best defender in the draft. That's, that's, that's my take on him. He is the best. What about Usman? I, I said he was one of the top. I think he's top oh. three. Edwards is clearly the best defender in this draft. Obviously did not have a good combine shooting-wise, but I think Houston could afford to take him at 24.
0: Yeah, I mean, Edwards is a very good player in his own right. Uh, Personally, I do not have him in my first round. I think he's just on the outside, an early second-round pick maybe. But I got them taking Sharif Cooper here, uh, Houston via Milwaukee's pick. Uh, Obviously, Sharif Cooper, a very short freshman season there at Auburn. But when he played, he was a fantastic player in his own right. He did a lot of very good things for Auburn on the offensive and the defensive side of the ball as well. Houston needs another point guard for that roster. They got, a, they got a lot of young wings and guards, like shooting guards at least. Uh, yeah, I think they need a real true point guard for the young upcoming squad. So I got them taking Sharif Cooper here. That could be a very good pick. And alongside Jalen Green, he's probably going there as well. Could be a very nice backcourt in a couple of years' uh, future.
1: Mm-hmm. I have Sharif Cooper one spot below you, going 25 to the L.A. Clippers. Obviously, Reggie Jackson earning them a great payday, but I think he's more of uh, a shooter or... He's a point guard, but I feel
0: like they need a distributor, Sharif Cooper. He can be both a scorer and a distributor. I think the Clippers need a big man. So I got them taking Daron Sharp here from UNC. Obviously, this guy's stock increased a ton, especially in the ACC run for UNC. But, uh, yeah, Sharp, a very good player. I think he's, a seven, he's either 7' foot or 6'10". He's, he's a very big dude, and uh, he's a very good player, I should say, in his own right. So I got the Clippers taking them there. But they could go with the point guard, like you said, as well with Shreve Cooper. But I think Sharp definitely improved his stock a ton. They used to be late first, so I got L.A. Clippers taking him here at 25.
1: Mm-hmm. At 26, this pick belongs to the Denver Nuggets. Obviously, Denver, they've only drafted for development at this point. They drafted Bo Bo two years ago. They drafted Zeke Naji and R.J. Hampton last year before trading R.J. Hampton. This year, they're taking Jaden Springer, obviously the second
0: youngest in this draft, and he's, he needs time to develop. Yeah, give me the youngest in the draft, Josh Primo here at 26. I think they're gonna go with a young squad, like you said. Josh Primo fits this very nicely, and he is fully healthy, I believe now. So I think Alabama. I, sorry, I think Denver should have we take a chance on this young and gun from Alabama, who had a short season last year, but he did very good in the time that he played with Alabama. I like Primo here, a late first going to Denver 26. Mm-hmm, 27, this
1: pick belongs to Brooklyn. Uh, I think they're going to be taking Trey Mann here at Florida, from Florida. Uh, he's a combo guard, obviously. I'm going to say goodbye to Spencer Dinwiddie. I think they need some guard depth.
0: Yeah, and I'm switching my pick right here. I had Quentin Grimes going here, but I realized 28's a very much better spot for him. So I got Brooklyn taking Jaden Springer right here. I'm kind of one of the best guards, I should say. So, uh, yeah, I got Springer going here. Young and gun, like you said. Uh he definitely I know Brooklyn's a win now situation, but I definitely think Springer could help on the backcourt, um, secondary backcourt, I should say, of that Brooklyn squad. And you definitely learn a lot from Kyrie and James Harden. I like Braden Springer going here at 27 to Brooklyn. hmm
1: At 28, this pick belongs to Philly. They are taking Quentin Grimes. I think uh they need a three and D guy. They have three and D guys everywhere, but you saw Ben Simmons in the playoffs and you saw what they clearly need despite all the shooting they have. You can't go wrong with more shooting for Philly, especially when you have Ben Simmons on your team. Quentin Grimes seemed like he didn't miss a shot in the combine. He really helped. He played into the first round at the combine.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely very well said. Definitely played his role in the first round. And uh, Danny Green is also leading this team, so I definitely think Grimes uh, did very nicely at Philly at 28. But, yeah, this is probably another one of those very good fits and probably a lock for Philly if Quentin Grimes is still on the board. I got him going here 28 to Philly as well. Mm-hmm. At 29, I got a fan favorite Bones Highland
1: out of VCU here. Uh, campaign, he's earned himself a very nice payday.
0: Bones Highland will be the backup point guard for Phoenix next year. Yep. Now I got Bones Highland here as well. Obviously, this is my new major love getting Bones to the first round. A very good three, not three and D, a very good defensive two-way player. Uh, at the guard spot. He definitely fit very nicely. Um, behind Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Definitely learn a lot from both those guys. If Chris Paul stays, do not know that answer right now. But I think Bonesheim is a very good player in his own right. He is another guy definitely worked his way into the first round. But I think Phoenix will take a chance on him at 29. Mm-hmm.
1: And at number 30, I'm actually going to change my pick here. I have De'Ron Sharp here. But I'm going to go with another mid-major guy, your boy Charles Bassey out of West Kentucky here. Utah, I've heard a lot from them there. They're, they're short on Sadler cap. They're looking to trade Derek Favors. So clearly they need a guy behind Rudy Gobert. I think Charles Bassi is a lot more polished defensively and polished in general over Deron Sharp. So that's what I have Bassey being the last pick of the first
0: round. Thank you. It <laughs> means a lot for you putting Bassey in. Unfortunately for Bassey, I got him going in the early second round uh, where most of the people do have him going. But I'd love to see him go to the first round he definitely deserves it. One of my favorite players from last year's season. But, yeah, for number 30, I got Utah taking Trey Mann from Florida. Kind of a young and gun developing guard. I know they got Mike Conley for not too much longer there at Utah. So, I think he could definitely teach Trey Mann a lot. And Trey Mann could be one of that guys behind Donovan Mitchell. Maybe even start – probably not start alongside him. But he has the hype for it, I can say, with a guard. But, yeah, Trey Mann, a very good season. Uh, obviously, a good first game uh, against Virginia Tech. And – didn't play too, too well the second game, uh, obviously against Oral Roberts. But uh, I do I do think he had a very good season, I should say, in his own right. So, uh, yeah, I got man going at number 30. Time.
1: Mm-hmm. And that is our first-round mock draft of the 2021 NBA draft. Obviously, very deep draft. There's a lot of big names we missed out that should be going in the second round.
0: Yeah, uh, one of those guys, with Josh Christopher. I know he's a very big name for – all college basketball, but uh, I do think he's definitely lost a lot of his stock. And there's a lot of other guys in there as well that we did not mention, but uh, I'm very excited to see how this draft ends up going. Uh, there's a lot of good names that we definitely know and love, so hopefully we get to see some of those guys get called in the first or second round. Uh, definitely st- stay tuned on Thursday, 8 p.m. at ABC, if you want to watch this draft. It should be a very good one. I think there could be a lot of midday or draft day trades, I should say. Mm-hmm. Definitely stay tuned and uh, get excited. Because uh, all of your favorite fan favorites from college basketball are going to the league.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I totally agree with you. I think there's going to be a lot of trades uh, in the first round. And I have a question. Do you think the NBA should draft Terrence Clark?
0: Yes, I've seen a lot of stuff about that. I think they definitely should. Uh, wherever that might be, I don't know. I, I think it should be Boston's second-round pick, in my personal opinion. But I do think Terrence uh, Clark definitely deserves his NBA call. Uh, he was a very good player, and it's just very unfortunate to see him uh, pass away at such a young age. And he just had so much hype around him. Definitely going to be, I mean, we, we definitely know him because he's a Boston guy. So uh, definitely hits a little bit closer to us. But I don't even think he should get his name called at some point in this draft.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I believe he should get his name called at some point as well, especially us being from Boston. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely mean a lot to him and his family and all of his teammates as well at Kentucky. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. If that does happen on Thursday, hopefully it does. But uh, for today, that is all we have. Obviously, a very good mock draft once again, year number two. We'll see uh, how many we get right in this draft. We'll, we'll keep a little competition and tabs with each other see who ends up getting more correct picks. But you never know. There's a lot of stuff that goes on during draft day, as we said. But, obviously, 105 days till that college basketball season begins. we got to get rampant and get going on all those conference previews because we got 32 of them to talk about once again. So uh, a lot of stuff has happened this offseason. A lot of waivers have actually happened as well. We're not going to get into too depth on those, but a lot of guys who have transferred have gotten a waiver. Just keep that in mind. We'll talk about some of the notable guys in each conference as we get to each conference preview.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: after the draft,
1: we'll go over our draft grade, draft grades for every team, and then we got to ramp up for the conference previews. Obviously, 32 conferences, now with the Ivy League in play once again. I'm, I'm assuming we're gonna have 32 conferences in 100 days to cover all of them.
0: Yep, it should be it should be pretty hectic. I don't remember how many we had, how many days we had last year. but like We definitely got it done, so we'll definitely get it done. There's no sign of us slowing down. It's starting to ramp back up as the season the year closer and closer. We're very excited to get back to the conference meetings. I think it's one of my favorite times of the year, obviously, besides the season and March Madness. So, uh, yeah, I think that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby.
1: It's always March, baby. See you guys after the draft.